0: Just get
1: into the thing.
0: Hello, welcome, happy Monday. Hello,
1: everybody. Can you see us? Can you hear us? Yes,
0: we are live. We are live. We are live. Can we're you hear live. me? We're live on the YouTube of, of Two. U the U of two. two. We're live on the. It's been a. It's been a weekend. It's. We are live on our page, and we're live in our community right now. So welcome to. Coffee in the community. I'm just reaching for my coffee. Get your drink? Coffee. It's Monday, so it's time. But today we are talking about a very uh, specific subject in our coffee. We're not just going to generally chat about confidence and how you're doing, which we love doing. We are talking all about overcoming imposter syndrome.
1: Yes, yes, we are. We are indeed. Uh, we've been working. Uh, really hard behind the scenes, uh, just to to kind of get this off the ground uh, over the past few months, um, and we're really proud of of everything we've actually achieved with this. We've you know we've uh, you know Heather and I have been putting forward uh, putting together a, 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 a this whole webinar with twenty one strategies to help you deal with and beat your imposter, and you know really start working through that and deal with it. Um, and uh, it's manifested in this, as I say, in this free webinar that went live today at 12. It's all live. It's all available. Um, we've already been getting comments from people uh, saying how it's how they're feeling about it and how they're enjoying it. Um, it's been really gratifying to hear that people are, are really getting on to this and getting getting involved. And it's really exciting. Um, it's really exciting. Um, so for anyone who may be a little bit confused or maybe a little bit like what's what is this um, imposter syndrome heather how would you define imposter syndrome?
0: okay so it shows up in lots of ways so you'll hear people describe their symptoms of imposter syndrome um, in in lots of different ways and mm. and that's where it can be really tricky. But at the heart of imposter syndrome is this underlying fear that we'll be exposed as an imposter. Or people will find out about our imposter. Um, so, so it it's it's really that kind of feeling like a fraud, feeling like we're faking it, feeling like people are going to know or find out. Mm. And so that may show up as things like needing to be the the, the expert in order to feel like I'm uh, valid to be speaking up or sharing something, then I need to be the most knowledgeable person in the room, which Mm -hmm. isn't true because of course, you know, I mean, when I, when I, I, this isn't one of the ways it shows up for me, but when I'm in a, in a room and I'm running a a conference with people, I love it when people know more than I do. Mm. But if we, if we have imposter syndrome, then we might think, oh, people are going to know that I don't know everything, which of course we don't need to.
1: No, of course not.
0: So they're not really rational beliefs, but they are very real to mm. us, and and that's what makes it difficult because it can really stop us from from doing what we want to be doing, or it can make us quit. Um, you know, I, I was talking to somebody at the weekend who was like, oh, I don't know, I want to apply for this job, but I'm not completely qualified. And I was going, OK, hold on a second. Let's just break this down here. That's particularly for women um, that they won't apply for for things when they don't feel like they have 100 percent of the the criteria for for a job. Mm-hmm. for example. Um so, but it can also make us feel, as in my case, like we don't want to ask for or accept help. It's, it can be uh, can show up as procrastination. It can show up as uh, really feeling like um, you know we're 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 trying to juggle. Too many things and still we take on more because we feel like that that makes us more more valid or more valuable um and and so there's lots of different ways that imposter syndrome shows up and in the webinar we go into the main ways that the imposter shows up um and you might find that you have one particular kind of imposter or you might find that you have a little bit from each which is probably most of us and then we go into the ways that it impacts us um, which I want to talk about with you. And then we talk about, oh, there's over 21 strategies of ways that you can overcome it. And with something like this, you need like lots of tools, right? right. So you need, you, you don't just need like one or two tools and then you're like, oh, this works. It's like That works, but then next week it might not or different circumstances it might not, or with different people it might not work. So you need like a whole kit, right? Yeah.
2: It's, it's
0: a bit like, it's a bit like a plumber. You don't just expect them to show up with, with a wrench know right? what well, I do
2: but then well, i don't know how plumbers work
0: i don't <laughs> know i would imagine that a lot of the jobs will work with the wrench but not all of them
1: <laughs> i mean but you're right though you're right though and it's that thing of you know there's there's so many different ways in which imposter syndrome can sort of manifest within your life and you know i mean for for me it's it often sort of takes the form of that 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 thing of just not being able to accept uh any form of praise often you know you know I could have done a good job I could have felt you know I could there are there are plenty of times when I've gone and done work uh shows big shows small shows wherever they were you know and I've come off and I've just and people have come up to me and said oh I really enjoyed your stuff or I really enjoyed this or I really enjoyed that and you know I you know I I loved when you did this and I'm sat there thinking you didn't no, you didn't. Whatever. Okay. No, it's not true. It's not possibly true. I could, that's not me, or that's, that's, it, you must be talking about somebody else. Like it's, it's just one of those things. It, you know, it manifests in lots of different ways. And it's only through going through a lot of these different strategies and taking on different elements of them that I've been able to, to kind of really sort of start to work on my imposter syndrome and figure out how it's showing up and figure out how to. We say beat your imposter, and what we really mean is, is learn how to develop the tools to live with that um, and to overcome it in your own way, because um, you never really get rid of imposter, no. right?
0: No, you don't. You don't. You you will always have that voice. It's learning to befriend it.
1: Yeah, yeah, and that's exactly it. Like, there's one, there's. I won't say the thing because watch the webinar. Please just watch the webinar, and you'll get you'll get exactly what we're talking about. But um, there's one particular bit that I found super useful when it comes to the whole making friends with it thing, um, because that is a real trick in and of itself. That is a real trick in and of itself. Um, hey, Sarah, how you doing? Um, yeah. And we, you know what? We really want to hear how how people are finding this, because the 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 strategies that went into it are many and varied for a reason because there are so many ways in which as we say it it manifests and it shows up um and if you're finding even after this webinar that after these 21 secret strategies and secrets have been employed that you're that you want to go deeper then you can Uh, we have the option of doing that. We have uh, a really exciting course that takes you way deeper into this and gives you even more strategies to kind of figure this out and gets you to kind of really look at the, the reasons why. It gets you to look at all the stuff that's going on for you, not just how it manifests, but where it manifests, what it's doing for you and ways in which you can really start to thrive and grow with this. Because like, I mean, I don't know about you, but like one of the things that I've seen a lot online is, you know, people sort of saying, you know, I really need to, I really need to get all the badges. Like I really need to have all of these things clutched to me, uh, to, to feel like I'm okay to do this. Um, I feel you know, uh, I feel like I have to make myself so much smaller, you know, in so many instances of my life, um, that I have to, uh, that I have to kind of like almost be afraid of my own success. And that's something that is is echoed so much uh, online and so much in person as well, but it's it's something I've read so much. Um, and these strategies will really help you kind of develop away from that and give you give you something tangible to work with. Um, there's a lot of people out there who say, oh, well, we can help you get vanquish your imposter, get rid of it entirely, and that's not plausible. That's not plausible. But with this webinar and with this course, these are things you can actually fully take on and fully start to work with. Um, I mean, what brought you to, to dealing with this in the first place, Heather?
0: Well, so so first of all, I just want to shout out to Sarah She's talking about different levels, different devils. And I think, you know, and that's the thing is mm-hmm. you know, we face new things, and then we face that challenge, and we do and we we tackle that, and then something else will come up, and then our imposter voice will show up in different ways as well. I I have um, had many clients who've talked about imposter syndrome, and I've understood it. And I've helped them through it. But I didn't actually think that I experienced imposter syndrome. Right. Um, until, until it was time to get quiet because my way of dealing with imposter syndrome was to just keep on being busy all the time.
2: <laughs> yeah. And, then the way, really.
0: and then that way I wouldn't have to like, that, then there, there would never be the question, how do I feel? Right. I it was too busy. So, sure. so when I, when things had to get quiet and, uh, and and then I had to, you know, start to recognize the ways that it shows up. I always mm-hmm. knew that I didn't uh, like to ask for help. Um, the help thing. Uh, so so imposter syndrome is not related to self esteem directly. As in, right. you can have imposter syndrome or way many ways that your imposter shows up, and still have very solid self worth. Um, so I always thought that my not asking for help was was related more to my self-worth which it isn't it, it's just it's just that whole kind of what will people think and then they're going to know that i need help um you know and and so and so that was the most obvious way that it came up and then as time went on and we stayed in lockdown further then it became even more um you know uh, evident of the ways that it shows up all the plates spinning uh, all the procrastination um All of the things that I wanted to do, but didn't know how to do, and didn't tackle finding out how to do it. Um, you know, and I'm just looking at Sarah's comments here about, you know, because Sarah has actually already been through the webinar. I'm so excited! Ah. Thank you,
1: Sarah. This is so cool.
0: Well done. But you know, hiding our hiding our qualifications and things, you see, uh, it's quite a cultural thing, so um in our culture in the UK, there's a a lot of messages that are, you know, we're not supposed to be bragging and we're not supposed Mm -hmm. to be name dropping and we're not supposed to be, you know, all these uh, these things that are really just about, um, you know, sharing who we are. Mm -hmm. And I think there's a difference between going, yeah, well, I've got this or I've done this and sort of in relevance to the conversation um, establishing our credibility or understanding or experience. And I think they're they're quite different things.
2: Right. Um,
0: uh, I'm not from the UK, obviously, so I don't have that same experience, although I have adopted a lot of it because I've had to learn to be quiet about my accomplishments, because it isn't welcome in the UK in a lot of in a lot of places. Um, and I, and again, I think a lot of it depends on where you work. So mm-hmm. I work in the corporate world, you are supposed to establish credibility and if you don't, mm-hmm. then you don't get credibility you know yeah um, so it it very much depends on, on where you know where you are and and how how the culture manifests mm-hmm. itself. but then in 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 those kind of situations where you are supposed to establish credibility, if you're feeling like a fraud and people are going to know and people are, you know, you're supposed to know this stuff and you don't, then you don't ask the questions. And then, mm. of course, that makes things a lot more difficult as well.
2: Sure.
0: So so it, it does, it will just show up in other places um, right. if, you, if you put a lid on it for too long. Um, so um, I, I just, I, I'm, I'm just reading through the comments. Here. I'm just loving it. You know, I was about it. to say. Is it, is it the ego? The ego is... Hugely involved in this. Yeah. So, so our ego stops us from from being able to say, uh, I don't actually know that, or I don't understand mm. that, or I don't. I need help. Right. Um, and then, and then of course, then, then that imposter voice, if we have one, which most of us do, over seventy percent of us do, then. Our imposter voice goes, ah, they're gonna know. They're gonna know you don't know stuff. They're gonna, they're gonna know you're a fraud. They're gonna, you're gonna owe them all kinds of different um, dialogue that comes up there. So, yes, ego is very much involved in that. Um and and I guess coming back to your point about not accepting compliments, which is a which is another symptom of imposter syndrome for a lot of us, then it's that, oh no, that was nothing. Oh no, this is, oh, this old thing, I just, you know. I just picked this up off the floor today. It's nothing. But, you know, um, you know, right. When we, when we do that, then then again, that's us trying uh, not to get too much into our ego because we've been told not to. You know, we're, yeah. we're, not, we're not supposed to appreciate it. And so, you know, we've talked about this over the last week or so about, you know, really sort of saying, okay, when you get a compliment, say thank you, breathe, and say nothing else. I always feel like I have to say three more things back to you. Right. Which isn't disingenuous. I really mean them, no. but I have to like then go, oh, I owe you one now. And that that yeah. is you see, that that that's a that's an issue right there. I don't owe you anything because you gave me a compliment.
1: Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's always made to made to feel like that it's it's an exchange it's some sort of like tit for tat. It's like a quid pro quo whenever someone sort of recognizes you for doing anything or for, you know, for simply just paying a compliment or for recognizing you for doing something. Um, and the whole denigration thing where people are made to feel like, oh, they've got to, you know, uh, that's something that's so common with this, especially this idea of like, someone pays you a compliment says, uh, oh, I love this outfit. Or da, 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 and you're like, Oh this I pulled it out of a dumpster and it was on fire. I hate it. It's yeah. tra- it's dreadful. It's trash. Thank you so much. <laughs> you know, it's it's always about making yourself feel much smaller in that process. And there's only so much uh, of that that we can do before we start believing it and internalizing it, right? Yeah. Um, and this is the this is the the key thing about this. If you want to if you're watching this and you want to start owning your success and you want to start being able to, to take control of all the things that make you, you of all that power that you hold, because truthfully, you do hold all of that power. You really do. Um, And each time you say, no, I don't, don't," you know, and apologize for yourself in that way. It's you giving that permission to somebody else is giving you that, that power to your power to somebody else. And why do you need to do that? The truth is you don't. No. The more you take that step, the more you turn around and say, actually, yeah, no, I did do a good job. I'm I'm actually really good at this. I know what I'm doing. The more you say, Yeah, I really appreciated this. And I, you know, I, I came here prepared and I did the work and I put this stuff in, the more that you do that and recognize yourself for your achievements is you sort of recognising that imposter and saying, you know what, thank you, but I got this. And if you're watching this and you want to, you know, you want to, to move with this a bit more, part of this is literally about stepping up to the plate for yourself. Yeah. So that you get to turn around and say, actually, you know what? I deserve this. I own it. It's mine. And there is nothing wrong with that. Um, like, I loved what you were saying about the the kind of the UK culture, which is it, it's so all about the UK culture, I think, is all about um, equating confidence with arrogance. And it's yep. a mis-equation. Like, it is not correct at all. Uh, hey, Dan, so good to hear from you. Um but and like I totally get what you mean because um, we both come from a performance background, and this applies to everybody, whether or not in your if you're performing or any of this. Um, no matter where you're struggling to show up for yourself in, in life, in in on your own personal stage, as we say in confidence to cabaret. Um, this is the thing. Mm -hmm. If you want to be able to start showing up for yourself, you have to learn how to accept yourself for who you are and embrace yourself for all the things that you truly are. And that includes your successes. You are going to lose out by not embracing the stuff that you do well and you do stuff really well. You know, there's plenty of this power and energy within this community, you know, within Competence Cabaret community, we have uh, badass cabaret performers and badass dancers and drag performers. We have badass boss bitches. We have amazing, cool people working their butt off every day, doing the things that they're passionate about. Mm-hmm. And the more that they take up that space and said, you know what? Yeah, this is mine. I own it. The more people around you then go, oh yeah, they they do. They do. And that's so important. And that's why we built this course. It's about building each other up. You don't uh, again, Sarah, you don't have to be a performer. It's it's wherever we show up for ourselves. This is like, this is about uh whether or not you're trying to show up on your personal life and take credit for the stuff that you want to do or just celebrate your own successes and feel like you're in control mm-hmm. this is the same if you're walking into a business meeting you know or trying to to advance within your own specific career this is just about being able to do that to show up for yourself to advocate for yourself and to know that you are worthy of that success because the minute you know that you're worthy everyone else knows it too and that's only a good thing,
0: yeah. And I think you know some of us are surrounded by you know people who won't want us to overcome mm-hmm. that. Um, most of the time, that's because they have their own issues. Mm-hmm. That's because they limit us by their self-limiting beliefs. yep. um so not only have we are we trying to overcome our own self-limiting beliefs, But if you're not surrounding yourself with others who are supporting you in overcoming this, then they will drag you back down. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. they'll, they'll keep on pulling you starting to escape out of the, out of the sewer tunnels. I don't know where I've got this image in my head and they will pull you back. And and it's that, and that's because their self-limiting beliefs are, are what they're expressing. And I'm not saying that that's always intended to, to bring you down, but it, the result is it, it can bring you down because
2: mm-hmm.
0: they they might not be aware that they're talking to you from a place of their own self-limiting beliefs. If they're not mm-hmm. self-aware, they won't know that. They'll just they'll just think that they're being realistic. Yeah. Um, the The thing is, how can they know what your vision is? How can they? They're not you, you know. Yeah. And this and this these language patterns, like if I were you,
2: mm-hmm.
0: I you're not me, and you're never going to be me, and you're not. Mm-hmm. You know, we might be in the same situation, but we're still not the same. Yeah. Right? Um, I just wanted to address something that Sarah made about, yeah, the crab effect. That's what I was thinking yeah. of, Sarah. That's exactly what I was thinking of, but that's I have a picture of right. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles for some reason, I don't know why. <laughs> um, yeah, that says more about me than anything. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I just wanted to address something that Sarah, Sarah said earlier about mm. uh, you know about people think that you can't be a success if you don't have a degree or whatever. And, and, mm. and that, for some of us, that's one way that the imposter syndrome shows up as, as the expert of, you know, we. We'll keep right. on taking courses and we'll keep on getting credits and we'll keep on getting titles and we'll, ke- and we'll never have enough badges or mm-hmm. certificates in frames or whatever, you know, pieces of paper that that say we can do something um, because we we feel like we, we never really know enough. And that's not true. Um, and I would challenge you to, to question what's your definition of success before you go any further with that.
2: hmm.
0: So I know that you're you're absolutely, Sarah, not saying, you know, you can't be a success without a degree. And I, I, I know you, you genuinely don't believe that. But, right. I, I, you know, I think, um, you know, you you can um, you can be a success in your own way, whatever success means for you. And that doesn't require a university degree and that doesn't. So, so, so this is a person who was raised by teachers, but anyway, that's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, that, but that's absolutely true, you know. And, and you know, my father was a university professor, so he would tell you, you know, don't, don't that's that's not a thing. Like that's mm-hmm. that's not the definition of success, you know. Um, your success is what you want it to be, mm-hmm. and so and so whether or not you have credentials you have something to say and that's why we started confidence through cabaret you have something to say you deserve to take up and own your space and you deserve to share your message using your voice it's just that simple and yeah. that's why we wanted to get into imposter syndrome and really kind of say no hold on a second take up space and do this
2: Hmm.
1: i totally agree and it's you know i love that um uh, I love that you brought up the crab effect, Sarah. I really do. It, it's such a great metaphor. If people don't know the the crab effect, it's the idea of um, if you pour a bunch of crabs into a into a boiling pot, they'll rather than help each other out, they'll pull one other one another down. Um, and that can certainly be true of life. It can certainly be true of life if you're surrounded by people who who aren't, or as as Heather put it, you know, who are mired maybe in their self limiting beliefs and they're not aware of it then there can be a, an effect of just pulling each other down rather than lifting each other up. And that's a whole thing, you know, that's a societal thing. That's a big issue within, within our culture. Um, uh, particularly in the UK, certainly I can speak to that. You know, there's a whole thing of like, it's easier to bring each other down rather than, you know, build each other up. Um, and there's a lot of reasons for that. There's a lot of different uh, theories about why that is. Um, but this is one of the things that I think, uh, We've really worked on with with competence du cabaret is building up a community where we can build each other up and recognise each other for our successes. Um, and one of the the things that we talk about uh, within uh, the frame of the webinar is um, another aspect of how uh, imposter syndrome can show up, and that's you know the the fear of the fear of starting something being so paralyzing or the idea of not being good enough to start it at all in the first place, stopping you from even attempting it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: This is something that's really common. I've seen this a lot uh, in, in both, uh, you know, working in corporate sector as well as working, you know, in stage, the amount of times people have said to me, well, I could never do that because blah, blah. I just could never do that. It's not that nobody can, nobody wants to see it or I can't, no, no. And it's such a typical thing. Um, And the reason I bring that up is because often when people have said that to me, I think they feel like they're alone in that feeling that, um, that being limited by these things or, or having these limitations in place is a really isolating feeling. Um, And the truth is, was it over 70% of us deal with imposter syndrome?
2: Yeah.
1: It's, you aren't alone in this feeling. The problem is we don't talk about it enough. Mm. And that's part of the reason why we did this is because, you know, one of the things that drew us into confidence through Cabaret in the first place and one of the things that, you know, bonded me and Heather over this, is that there's a lot of times and places where we're told what not to think, feel, say, do, or believe, you know? You're often told more of what you can't do than what you can do, oh. and that's because you know the people are very afraid of you taking up your power and taking up that space and and being all the things you can be, and that's not yours to deal with. That's their issue. That's a them problem, not a you, as we like to say.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, and 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 yeah, Sarah. Yeah. You know, the social identity theory does come in here, although people are starting to question that a lot more now, uh-huh. people are not just kind of staying within their group and, mm. you know, trying to um, identify and belong at, at all costs. People mm. are now starting to go, hold on a second. One, I d- do I do I appreciate and approve of the messages in here? And can I push back? Am I welcome to push back? And if not, should I even be part of this group? Mm-hmm. And I, I, I understand that, you know, when you're talking about family members, for example, you can't just kind of go, I'm not in this group. I know some, some, some do and can and have, but, but most of us, you know, want to stay within that group. So in those situations, mm-hmm. you know, you, you, you don't want to end up arguing with them. Just talk about something that you can agree on. Mm-hmm. You know, That's, that's the foundation. Talk about what you can agree on and leave the rest out, you know, um, and, and, and you, so you don't have to belong at all costs. Mm. Um, and I'm glad that makes sense. Uh, yeah. And I, and I, and I know, you know, lot, lots of us sort of, for various reasons sort of say, well, I'm, I'm choosing not to be part of this family. Um I, I certainly have um, with my, with my only brother um, uh, and I'm, I'm not sad or sorry about it. It's mm-hmm. just, it's, it's not, we're not morally aligned and, and it, it, and it's not, it, after years and years and years of trying it's not a situation where we can just talk about the things that we do agree on and talk about you know, and get along we can get along we can be in the same room it's not a problem but in terms of having any extended relationship that's not a choice i i want to make because we we morally disagree with things and so our values are so completely different which is always interesting in a family but our values are so completely different that it doesn't serve me in fact it, it drains me to to spend any more than um time talking about common things right Uh, but, but Sarah I know um I know you were asking about but how do you how do we use them so um I'm not sure what that was relating to but if you wanted to ask that question again about how do we use them are you thinking about how do we use the strategies or like because in the webinar I go through the strategies pretty quickly it's like okay here's here's a lot of strategies and some of them will make sense i explain what they are some of them will make sense and you'll be able to just go go and use them right away and that's what we wanted was for for you to have useful strategies for yourself to use right away and for some of them you might want to have more guidance in them and and you know there there are lots of people talking about imposter syndrome right now and and there are lots of people talking also about fake it till you make it which is starting to make me a little bit crazy Yeah, Um, because the fake it till you make it thing was a downfall for me. I thought, I mean, in fairness, it got me onto a lot of stages. It got me onto a lot of uh, conferences where I'd be like, "Okay, we're gonna fake it till we make it," and we're and then and then you get going, and it and it does. It's great for walking into a party and like, "Okay, I'm gonna fake it that I really want to be here," and then all of a sudden you're having a great time and you forgot. Yeah, that's fine, but as a long term strategy, it doesn't work you have to be able to face things. Mm-hmm. And if your imposter syndrome is louder than the other voices in your head and you know most of us like the vast majority of us do have those, those, that internal dialogue. if if your imposter is screaming, then you have to learn the strategies to being mm-hmm. able to keep that quiet. otherwise it will keep you quiet.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Um, As Sarah said, uh, we talking about expertise in re- that was in reference to expertise.
0: Oh, okay. So in, in terms of how, how do we use our, our like, get, saying our credentials, um, I believe your audience needs how you are now to show them the journey, how the journey can be done. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Um, in, in relation to sharing our expertise, I think, um, so first of all, sometimes we, not all of us, but sometimes we use our expertise as kind of like a trump card, like yeah, but I have a PhD in this, so mm. that's the end of that conversation. Right. Um, and that and that that isn't the right way to be using it, obviously. Um, where it's where it's needed or welcomed to share our expertise. So where it's where there's relevance to it. Of you know, this is why I'm able to speak to this subject. Then great. Mm. Um, if it's if it's welcomed, if it's kind of like, look, you know, I, I'm a qualified whatever. And yeah. this is my understanding. This is my work. This is my research. This is, you know, what I've my learning. Then fine, but if it's not welcomed or it's not relevant, then it is a lot of name dropping. Mm, you know.
2: Yeah,
1: and I think um, you've also uh, Sarah's also put into there our gifts as well. I think when we're talking about gifts um, in terms of our, you know, the things that are innately us and and you know what we can share with the world part of that is finding your space um, and part of that is giving space over to people so that you can um, so that you can help them when they require it um, so if it's about sharing that stuff with somebody else it's all about looking for the the appropriate space and time in which we can we can make space to do that so um, for instance you know you wouldn't walk into a room and just burst into song well maybe you would because it'd be quite it's quite funny I do quite quite all. But um, you know, generally you you find the right space and you can uh, you can look for the cues that will give you that kind of information to say this is the appropriate time for me to share this. Uh, so
0: I, I, I think I think that's the I think that's the thing, isn't it? Is you know, um, pe- people won't follow credibility like credentials. Mm. People, well, they will, but, but not, but only to a point. Yes. You know, you yeah. Make them turn and listen that this person mm. really does know what they're talking about, but unless yeah. you, have that, that story, that credibility, that rapport, that connection, unless you have those things, then it, it, it makes you make, makes us, you know, it, it makes our experience or our expertise or our degree or our whatever mm. irrelevant. You know, yes. um, the uh, one, one of my sons, um, university the president there was uh an astrophysicist and had Mm. several phds and he never talked about his phds Mm. and he believed of academics he said they learn more and more about less and less until they know nothing (laughs) and that for me sums up when Mm. people say well i have three phds and they're in these things or i have all this experience you know um i I worked in an environment as an expat in the middle east with with men who would say i have 15 years experience Mm -hmm. and I can't think of one of them that had 15 years experience. they have been there for 15 years.
1: Right, right, right.
0: But they did not have 15 years experience. They had one year experience 15 times. Right. And that is entirely different. And you know instantly when somebody has 15 years of experience or whatever it is, you know when somebody has passion, you know when somebody has knowledge, you connect with them. And then, yeah, it might be necessary or relevant to share your, your expertise or where you learned that and earned it from. but very often we follow I mean it's like leaders we don't follow leaders because they tell us to mm-hmm. we follow leaders because we're inspired yeah and in order to to be able to to create that that connection and that relationship, your imposter can't be screaming to you you don't know what you're doing they're gonna find out yeah you need to, be able to get that under control yeah. yeah i love this subject we can talk about this all day long we will no doubt talk about self sabotage because i want to come back to the thing you said about fear of success you know do you fear success or do you fear failure it's it's usually a split i'd be interested in what that split is in this community yes fear more failure or success you know um because that's a really interesting subject in itself um otherwise uh, other ways that we self-sabotage ourselves Uh, can be through you know um different kinds of habits that we use that we have formed to quiet and numb things down those can be related to our imposter's voice you know so so i'll go and i'll 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 exercise or i'll eat or i'll do you know whatever it is some sort of behavior or not some sort of behavior to um to, to quieten that voice down or almost to kind of punish the voice. There's lots of different ways that we self-sabotage ourselves and we will mm. come back to those things. I love this subject. We've it <laughs> <here> all day. <laughs> but I don't wanna run so long that nobody can bear the idea of watching this in replay. So thank you for being here. Thank you for the, the interaction. Thank you for those of you who are gonna watch this on replay. We love this, leave us comments check out the webinar. Let us know what you think. Let us know if you have any questions, if you have any comments, if you have any feedback, we love it. Um, I'm low key freaking out a little bit here. So I'm just going to confess this. Okay. So, so my, I know that the imposter um, material is solid. Yeah. I know that it comes from a place of, of, of really wanting people to understand their imposter, the impact it has and the strategies that they can use. Yeah, my style on the webinar is so different to my style, how I run conferences where I am all over the place, you know, and I and I I'm so I'm 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 really being calm in it. And that and that and I part of me is going, that's an imposter. You're not really like that. You're really much more nosy. (laughs) So I wanted to just share that because it's 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 very real. And yeah, it's not an imposter. I very deliberately breathed through that so that Mm. I could be sharing vulnerable, Mm. thoughtful things. And all of those of us who are extroverts, who are crazy, wacky, loud people, uh, I see you. (laughs) Because a lot of the time you're using that as your way of hiding, not always, but often. Um, So, so I think you know when we get when we get a little quieter, when we get a little more vulnerable, when we open up to these things, that's when we can really start to feel into it, and Mm. that's when we can start to really see which of the strategies are going to be the most useful or helpful for you. Yeah. So, um, so my imposter voice is going, "Oh wow, oh wow, this is a whole different side," and it's on video, but I'm excited. (laughs) I'm so excited do share your comments about the webinar. Let us know how you're doing. Um,
1: Yeah, we wanna hear.
0: Yeah, so excited. thank okay.
1: you so much to everybody who's joined us today like honestly it has been such a pleasure chatting with you uh, chatting with you all and and thank you and yeah the Beat Your Impostor uh, the Overcome Your imposter webinar is now live it's available to watch for free um, I put the link into the chat it's all over the group and all over the community and all over the page and all over the Insta <laughs> so it's it's easily accessible I promise um, if you do have any questions let us know and don't forget if you want to go deeper we have an entire course that's dedicated to this as well which includes uh literally everything from a private social media group where you can go much deeper with other people about this uh, and talk with other people who are on the same journey um also includes you know various extra video modules uh we have a whole bonus content sorted for you um and we're even doing special uh coaching calls uh specialized coaching I calls with heather um I for this i cannot
0: program. wait to get onto those calls i can oh god wait. i know right i'm Starting this week. I'm so excited. Yeah.
1: So thank you so much, everybody who's joined us. Uh, hit us up if you've got any questions. DM us. Uh, contact us on the group. Post in the community. We love you so much. Uh, my name is Ryan. I'm Heather. And this is Confidence Through Cabaret reminding you that it is your body, your world,
0: your world, your, your, stage.
2: World. your stage. Bye. Bye.